today on CityCast Philly. Down at the Italian market is Anthony's Italian Coffee and Chocolate House. But it wasn't always a place to get hot coffee and sweet treats. Back in November, I had a chance to sit down with the owner and talk about how his family has kept this business going for four generations. It's Thursday, March 16th. I'm Trinae Marie, and here's what Philly's talking about. Anthony Anastasio, you're the owner of Anthony's Italian Coffee and Chocolate House. Your family has been running businesses for decades. Why did you decide to follow, so to speak, in your great-grandfather's footsteps? So I was born and raised here on the market, and um, my great-grandfather came from Sicily in 1906, Mm -hmm. and he was a fisherman. So when he came to America... He settled here in Philadelphia and he started with a push cart where you would actually push food throughout the neighborhoods and they would park here on 9th Street. So they would- Like right out here. Right out here. So we have a deck in the space now, but originally these were all push cart stands. Mm -hmm. And further down the block, you'll see some of those stands. So they would walk throughout the neighborhood, you know, announcing what they're selling. People would come out and they would buy right from the, the push carts. And then eventually he just parked it here. He settled here on the market and they stopped walking throughout the entire neighborhoods and just were start vending and selling here on 9th Street. And then they were just selling primarily just to the neighborhood people. So people who were just walking, you know, they, you know living in, in the neighborhood and walking to 9th Street. And they settled here. They met people here. They married people here. Right. Okay, and they grew their family here. And so then my grandfather uh, was a uh, was born in 1920 here. So he was the first generation born here. He's one of like seven. Aww. And um, some of his brothers were born in Italy. You got a big family. You got a big family. Right. <laughs> so um, he was forced at the uh, when the depression hit to stop going to school in sixth grade. And he had his own push cart for fruit and produce. And everybody was working here on the market trying to survive mm-hmm. he then you know went out on his own and he opened up a larger fruit and produce store and then he married my grandmother and she her family were poultry merchants on the market so literally wow. everyone is truly from right here so the room that we're sitting in right now was my great-grandmother's family's fish market wow okay, okay so the room next door which is where the coffee shop is right uh, that was my grandfather's fruit and produce market and then next door to that was my grandfather's original fish store. So yeah. right here. So from 1906, we've been on this corner. And a lot of the photos that you'll see are of our family and working you know, here on the market, growing up on the market. My grandfather and my grandmother, they had four children. So my dad decided to live here on the market as well. He worked alongside his dad. He grew the business with his brothers and they moved to a wholesale place around the corner. And then during the 1980s, the market was really in a, in a steep decline. And um, they decided to close the retail store and just focus on the wholesale. Well, at that point, I was just getting out of college. By the time they closed, it took them a while 
to close. It took them quite a few I years. Mean, yeah, I can to, imagine. At that point, it was, what, three generations? That's correct. So um, this space became available. And prior to them closing, I was in their air that we need to you know, change with the times. And I truly believe that 9th Street needed and our community needed a coffee shop because the coffee shop is so much more than just, you know, having a cup of coffee. It's a gathering place. They looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> and uh, this is before the Starbucks was here in Philly. This is in the early 90s. And after they wind up closing the store, I convinced them with a little bit of money that I had it was to open up this coffee shop. Now, tell me, you took a trip to Italy, right? Right. So that was in... How did that change yeah, you? That's really where I got the idea, which is back in 1989, I was over in Italy and fell in love with the whole coffee culture scene over there. And when I came back, that's all I talked about. Got it. So let's go back. So as you see your family, your grandfather, your dad, your uncles, your cousins, what was your favorite memory of this corner? Oh, this corner definitely has to do with uh, when we had the president's believe it or not. Who's wow. So 9th Street is a is a beacon for all our, you know, our politicians to come down here to, to have celebrities and even local celebrities. But I can remember distinctly uh, President Ford driving down 9th Street. I think I was in kindergarten at that point and literally remember SWAT being on our rooftops and just the, the, the whole pomp and circumstance that occurred here and how like 9th Street is such an integral part of Philadelphia. Ben, I was just uh, in awe of, of that. So, Anthony, take me back to 2003. Why did you decide to incorporate chocolate into the store? Well, that's really easy. So um, I always look to our market and see what's missing. And... To me, a specialty shop for chocolates was missing. What I didn't realize is that chocolate business is extremely seasonal. So therefore- <laughs> So we're in the like perfect time right now though, right? <laughs> it was the perfect time now. But uh, aside from, uh, yeah, the summer's really tough when it, come, when it came to chocolate. So we opened up the store in 2003. I thought that the market really missed authentic chocolates, good chocolates. Truffles, chocolate covered pretzels, they were two, you know, items that we were really uh, interested in, in in showcasing when we had, uh, when we opened up the chocolate shop. We're going to call it a chocolate house, but, you know, it's more to be more seasonal and we're going to do some mail order out of there. Well, that grew quickly. Now, I heard that y'all are also known for your gelato. And that's where the gelato came in. So... The summertime is really tough to sell the chocolates, but the gelato, on the other hand, it's a, another sense. seasonal product. Right, right. So it's like, okay, we'll pair it up with gelato. And that's how uh, the whole concept of the chocolate house uh, started. So we had started down the street. Uh, then we wind up moving next door directly to the coffee shop. And then during COVID, it was deemed unessential by the city. Mm. And we had to close. And then the coffee shop, which was deemed essential, we just couldn't let anyone inside. So we have a retail store that we can now pack with product, but nobody could see. So this became a real challenge for us. So you had to evolve during the pandemic. What other challenges have you faced or come across running a family business that's stretching for generations? Well, I think the biggest challenge is to make sure that we continue to make our ancestors proud. My grandparents, my great-grandparents, 
their their commitment to service and to the quality products is front and center in practically everything that we do. They just wanted to do their best and to provide their best product. I mean, our mission is not only to provide high quality products with exceptional service, but it's to enhance and, and to continue the traditions here in our market and in our community. And you've done some philanthropic work that's been close to your heart. Why is that important to stay close and committed to the community? Because, I mean, we stay close and committed to the community because without the community, we don't exist. And it's taken, you know, this is a, I'm a different Anthony today than I was 25 years ago, 28 years ago. So the experiences and the uh, opportunities that I have had, I've come to, to understand the importance of having an active family, the importance of having community support. And you go around and you, you meet people who simply don't have what I had. Now, I didn't know that I had something so special growing up. And I realized, you know what? We could do something to help someone else have a better life have a better opportunity, why don't we do that? Is that a lot of pressure though? Uh, it's self-imposed pressure, but it's a good pressure. Dealing with supply chain issues, dealing with uh, you know inflation, there are pressures I don't like. You know, but if I could find a way that you know we could help a child read, we're gonna take that opportunity. And if we could, if it's only money, we're talking money, I mean, it's so insignificant and you know we do our best to try to to make a difference um there's so many worthy causes out there but uh for us we we really look one uh, first and foremost to reading literacy because i think that is a, a, a so essential to everyone's existence to do better for themselves i mean it, it's a no-brainer and if we could do that with coffee and with chocolate oh my gosh how awesome is that so uh, if we could do it, anyone could do it. That's how I see it. Anthony, thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. No, thank you. Anthony's Italian Coffee and Chocolate House is located at 903 South 9th Street in the historic Italian market. Do you know of a long-running family-owned business in Philly that we should highlight? Send us an email at philly at citycast.fm or you can leave us a voicemail at 215-259-8170. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Crozier Health is laying off more than 200 employees. That's roughly 4% of its staff. WHYY reports that the Delaware County Hospital System made the announcement this week as part of a, quote, operational restructuring plan. And a plastic bag ban went into effect this week in Radnor Township. 6ABC reports shoppers will need to bring their own bag when shopping along the main line or pay 10 cents for a recyclable paper bag. Philly, New Jersey, and Delaware have already banned plastic bags. It's time for the tip of the day, where we share a life hack for living in Philly. If you've been interested in doing yoga, but you weren't sure where to begin, well, Hood Healers and Sierra Health Center have teamed up to offer free yoga classes for all ages and all levels every Thursday at 3.30 p.m. 
The group meets in West Philly at 227 South 59th Street. They say no RSVP is needed. Just pull up. Enter at the red door. If you have a tip of the day, we'd love to hear from you too. Call or text us at 215-259-8170. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about a long-running family-owned business, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the Friday News Roundup. Bye. What's that machine? That's the espresso? No. Uh. That's somebody washing their hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>